Howdy, folks. It's Tuesday, April 5th. I'm Jacob Cohen here with Hustle writer Rob Litterst, and this is The Hustle Daily Show. Later in today's episode, is the future of social media just boring posts? A wild new app called Be Real is overtaking college campuses and appears to think so. How did it start and why is it striking a chord in today's day and age? We are going to discuss... But before we get into things, side note, major announcement for all marketers or people just interested in marketing. Today, our very own HubSpot Podcast Network is launching a brand new show called Marketing Against the Grain. It's all about what's happening now in marketing and what's ahead. It's co-hosted by Kip and Kieran, HubSpot's own CMO and Senior Vice President of Marketing, and they're bringing the heat. So if marketing's your thing, go to marketingagainstthegrain.com to learn more and enter the launch giveaway for a chance to win all kinds of cool tech. And now, here are a few things you should know to start the day. Let's get crack All right, Rob, what do you got? So the first thing I'm looking at is Xi'an, our favorite Chinese fast fashion pioneer, is set to get a $100 billion valuation. Whoa. They're working right now on a $1 billion investment round, which is just mind-boggling to me. I don't know if I've ever heard of any company raising $1 billion. The company's revenues were up 57% last year to $15.7 billion, which, yes, means they did $10 billion the year before that. So this is just two years in a row of outrageous growth for Xi'an. We've talked about these guys a lot in the newsletter and on the podcast. The way that they dominate is just, it comes down to this insane production cycle that they have. So basically, Sheehan watches social media, watches the internet, sees what people are talking about, sees what the current trends are and what the current hype train is doing. And they can turn that sort of stuff into new products in three days, basically, which is one reason that they add a thousand styles every day, which just seems completely irrational and insane. I I can't even really wrap my head around that. But as a result, Sheehan was the 12th most shop retailer in the US for apparel and footwear last year. And especially with younger demographics, they really crush it with like the high school, middle school and college crowd. Right. Is there a butt coming though? Oh, you know, there's a butt coming. Anytime (laughs) we talk about fast fashion, you know that there's something coming on the other end of that. Fast fashion has huge downsides. A recent report that we read showed that Americans are buying five times the clothes that they did 30 years ago. And the average item of clothing is only worn seven times, which maybe that kind of plays into the types of clothes that Shein is producing that are like kind of born out of trends and stuff that might only kind of be relevant for a moment. But as you can imagine, that means there are just a ton of clothes that Shein is producing and that fast fashion companies are producing in general. Add to that that 95% of Shein styles use materials like polyester and nylon, which are really, really hard to recycle because you need to kind of like unbundle and Mm. separate all of these different fabrics from each other. So at the end of the day, that basically means that a lot more clothes are landing in landfills So hopefully Shein can use some of that $1 billion to make its production cycle more sustainable. It is something that I've heard their CEO talk about. So hopefully that's becoming more and more of a priority for them. Yeah. And listen, sustainability is in fashion today, is it not? (laughs) It wouldn't be a daily show up without a JC pun. I love it. What are you looking at, JC? So yeah, one thing I was looking at yesterday, Elon Musk acquired a 9.2% stake in Twitter for close to $3 billion. So any hope you had of entering the week, a relaxing start on Twitter was quashed Monday morning when this happened. (laughs) And this news came following weeks of Musk questioning Twitter's integrity as a social platform, specifically around things like free speech and its policies there. So back in the middle of March, Musk actually 
made this stock purchase according to filings, but it wasn't made public. Wow. Later in March, on the 25th, Musk polled the public on Twitter, asking whether they think Twitter adheres to principles of free speech. And he also said the poll results will be consequential. Then a day later, Musk asked, is a new platform needed? That's what he tweeted out. And then on the 2nd of April, he tweeted a meme about ducks, uh, (laughs) as per usual. And then yesterday, Musk's stock purchase disclosure was released. So following the news, Twitter shares shot up like a Falcon 9 rocket, up 27% as of market close yesterday, the best day since its IPO. Unsurprisingly, reactions were very entertaining. Of course. People were speaking about what a Twitter board meeting will look like with Elon Musk in there, smoking a joint or dressed as (laughs) Wario. or something. Many questions remain, right? Will Musk join Twitter's board? Will he be asked to join? How will this impact his already wonderful relationship with the SEC? Will he try to drive changes to Twitter's policies or business strategy? Will he try to just buy Twitter outright? So only time will tell, but I look forward to more Elon Musk memes in the meantime. (laughs) I just like never know what to think of what he does anymore. What else you got? So the next thing I was following is news out of Donald Trump's social networking platform, Truth Social. Two executives from the company have left the company, according to a new report. Uh Uh-oh. Chief Technology Officer Josh Adams and Head of Product Development Billy Boozer both resigned from their roles less than a year after joining the venture. Wow. So to back up a bit, the app Truth Social was basically Trump's rebuttal to being kicked off of Twitter. It's kind of like, I can't be on Twitter, so I'll make my own Twitter. Right. It's basically a Twitter clone if you look at it. But the launch went really poorly in February. Tons of glitches, people just being added to a really long wait list to join. And Trump only ever posted to the app once. So. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not I even thought, Trump is using it? Right. Not even Trump's using it in his own app. And so at launch, it did skyrocket to the top downloaded spot on Apple's App Store for social networking, but now downloads are down a lot since then. The funniest thing that I saw, though, about this whole thing was these TikTokers who were going on the app and claiming account handles, basically usernames for big name people and big name companies, and then pretending to be those companies. So they weren't any guardrails against this built into the app oh, that's yet. Amazing. So they were just able to do this, and they were getting usernames for companies like Apple and Walmart and people like President Biden, oh, <laughs> and then posting just ridiculous things from those accounts <laughs> and just causing a, a ruckus on the app. So it was wild stuff, but I can't say it was unexpected in today's day and age. That is pretty crazy. And continuing on with our social theme today, I think it's time to talk about why the future of social media may just be a bunch of boring shit. Yes. Let's talk about Be Real. It's no surprise. Instagram kind of tends to be a platform where people really try to show their best life, right? And it seems like people are kind of starting to get sick of it. Yes. There's a new social media app called Be Real that has recently caught fire on college campuses. It's super, super popular right now. If you look at the download charts, it's going crazy. It kind of brings you back to when Facebook really exploded on college Mm. campuses back in like the early 2000s. It really kind of like looks like the same trajectory. And it's funny because when something like that spreads on a college campus, it kind of gets that validity and that cool factor and it spreads elsewhere. Yep. What people love about Be Real is it's basically the anti-Instagram. So instead of letting users curate their feeds with any picture they want, whenever they want, Be Real only lets users post once a day and it's at a completely random time. So here's how it works. 
Every day at a random time, the app simultaneously sends a notification to every user. And it's this like really funny notification. It has these like big kind of like caution or like warning triangles. (laughs) And it says time to be real. Two minutes left to capture a be real and see what your friends are up to. Okay. So after getting the notification, users have two minutes to post a picture from the front and back of their camera. The app doesn't have access to a user's camera roll. So you can only post kind of what you're taking at oh, that moment. Oh, goodness. So you could be yeah. like in your bed, in the bathroom, wherever. <laughs> you could literally be doing anything. And that's yeah. kind of the point here. It's, it's kind right. of like it hits you and you need to post it, whatever you're doing. It kind of like gets away from people staging these crazy pictures of like, look at my glamorous life, you know? Yes. So. That's the other thing about this too. So people can post outside of the two minute window, Okay, but the app timestamps posts, which kind of inherently shames people that wait to post something out of the two minute window because right. all the user's friends will see, oh, well, this person waited like 12 hours to post this. So they must be really thirsty. You don't want to be the weirdo <laughs> posted outside the two minute window. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's this perfect built in filter to make sure that people are following the rules. It's kind of like Wordle in the sense that everyone is doing it kind of at the same time every day. Uh, It comes out once a day. There's something about this that I think people have really found works yes, um, and builds this weird sense of community and engagement around a very specific task. I don't know. It's kind of cool. A hundred percent. I think the once daily thing is huge. Along with limiting people to one post per day, the app doesn't have likes you're not allowed to lurk on other pictures until you post your own and the photos disappear after a day. So they're really not trying to create these feeds or anything like that where people are going to get stuck in the app forever and spend a ton of time on it. So better for mental health. Exactly. Yeah. The founder, that's basically what he said. He wants people to be spending less time on their phone, wants them to be outside living their life and not spending a ton of time on this app. The founder is a man named Alexis Barriat. He's French and Alexis was a video producer at GoPro and And kind of the basis of Be Real started with his work at GoPro when he was spending a ton of time with influencers and grew really disillusioned with social media because he realized that their real lives, unsurprisingly, were far less glamorous than the lives that they were posting to their Instagram feeds. So he launched Be Real in 2020. It really took off with French university students in the spring of 2021, and it's quickly started to take college campuses by storm over the last year, much like Facebook did in its early days, kind of as we were talking about earlier. Mark Zuckerberg is the king of taking other people's ideas for social apps (laughs) at this point. Is Instagram going to be doing something like this in the near future, do we think? So that's the interesting thing. You know, Instagram has this close friends feature. Twitter is developing something similar called Flock. And Snap has always kind of sold itself as like the place where friends really hang out. The thing about Be Real is it's so far against what those apps are doing and, and what they're working on. And even as Instagram and Facebook have moved away from the feed being the kind of primary place of consumption to things like messaging, like the goal of those apps is still to get people into the app and spend a ton of time there every day. Mm-hmm. So I just think Be Real's entire focus on being kind of the anti-Instagram, the anti-Facebook is really going to make it hard for any of them to copy it. It'd be such a pivot from what they're currently doing. So this could be the one app, JC, that, that Facebook doesn't copy. That's true. <laughs> It's like too simple for their own good. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And bada bing, bada boom. That is it, folks. For more on the Hustle's tech and business coverage and links to all kinds of cool stuff from around the web, check out our newsletter at thehustle.co. Thanks to our editor, Robert Hartwig, and executive producer, Darren Clark. I'm Jacob Cohen here with Rob Letters. You've been listening to the Hustle Daily Show brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. See you tomorrow.